This episode of Dragon Tales is brought to you by Hello World Travel Bentley. We're entering a COVID normal existence at a rapid pace and that means it's time to start planning that end of season getaway. And who better than the travel professionals to help you with all the nitty gritty details that none of us can be bothered with. Speaking of COVID, it has been an odd old year and even odder pre-season and uh, we're back and the home of newly minted Captain of the Ones, Barrel's House as uh, change rooms, locker rooms, none of it's really open yet. But you're no, it's really normal. But you're allowed uh, in, my, in my house. So I'm allowed in your house. We are following all the COVID safe. We are socially distanced. We are wearing uh, face masks specifically built for microphone uh, clarity. <laughs> and we're here to talk some cricket. And so uh, how's the pre-season been, Bez? Very different. Very different. Very frustrating with the rules and restrictions. But it is what it is. It's COVID normal now, as we always have to say. Um, but yeah, pre-season's been long. It's probably... Yeah, footy pre-season was pretty long. Cricket pre-season has probably just been as long. So, you know, it's been good. Uh, things starting to open up, so getting back into life, back into work, which is good for me and personally in the club, yeah, sorting itself out as well. So, so all slow processes. Uh, all slow processes, but all very good uh, processes too. So, we managed to gain a team yep. during a, a global pandemic, which I think is a, a pretty impressive thing to do. Yep. And uh, I think the club is... Feeling like a good place to be. Yeah, everyone's up and about. Everyone's keen for some cricket. Everyone's enjoying themselves, enjoying each other's company. Getting massive amounts of numbers of training. Yeah. Uh, we had two practice games last week with you know so two teams of 25, 26 playing. Um, obviously splitting the groups and social distancing all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the social media is going good. We're, we're plugging our sponsors. We're showing appreciation to people. We're getting all those sorts of things on track. So. Uh, onwards and upwards hopefully for the club yeah it's time to just do what we do best now and play some bloody cricket play some cricket and hopefully have a win yeah or three and so that is a beautiful segue as always Baz into our season previews our top three men's sides are making their start to the 2020-21 season all one days in the CSB this year and uh, let's preview the third 11 which is presented by Wholesale Paper who are an appropriate sponsor given that there is wholesale changes to this third 11 and it starts at the very top with the skipper can you tell me something about, or hopefully lots about, the enigma that is Mr. Noski? Matt? Yeah, he's a good kid. I've coached him, I reckon, since he was 13 or 14 in footy and cricket. Uh, maturity, is just, he's matured you know, amazingly in the last few years, especially. Uh, really good kid, really good level head on his shoulders. Um, goes all right off-field and on-field. Um, and he's also got the fitness bar. He's dropped a fair bit of weight. Uh, very good at, uh, as we say at uh, Old Brighton, good at burying. He's a uh, crook in the burials. He does very well there. So Matt does, yeah. He's he'll be a good on-field skipper. He's got a bit to learn off-field. Uh, I'm pestering him a bit in the old chats to get a few things done, but on-field will be good. And he, he gets a lot, he brings down a lot of players as well. So a lot of the um, Old Brighton boys and his mates that play at the footy club and he went to school with. They're all pretty handy cricketers. Uh, just happy playing our threes, just uh, taking the mickey a bit. So mm. it's going to be a pretty good year, I reckon, for the threes. I have a lot of fun. So you must mention there a sentence, which I don't understand what you mean there, uh, pretty crook at the burials. Yeah. Do you think that this will be the year that the threes set the uh, linguistic tone for the club? Um, well, uh, and think, can you provide us with a glossary, at least, so we can understand what these guys will be saying to us after games? Well, I think I've... I've probably brought a little bit over with Matt and a few of the other boys from our footy club. Was our footy club has some weird sayings that we start using, and then it just it just comes into your 
just comes normal in part of your language, which is kind of weird and scary, especially for me. Like I'm meant to be a mature age man, mm. but I'm still a child really at heart and I'm a bit of a nuffy. So um, burials, you know, it's when you train really hard. Um, crook, so obviously you're a bit crook, you're a bit strange. Yeah. And the other one I want to find, I seen the, uh, the selection chat the other day was Chew uh, Well, My Bro. Uh, yeah, Chew. So, you know, you go out and have a good feed and a good drink. Yeah. Yeah, chew well. Uh, chew well. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Have, get, get on the beers, mate. All right. Yeah. We'll segue out of that before it gets uh, too not PG. And uh, who should we look out for player-wise in the threes? You said a lot of the lot of some uh, talented cricketers coming to play with their mates. We've got a couple of uh, youngsters rising through the ranks as well. Yeah. Who's a couple of bats and a couple of bowls we should watch out for the threes? Well, we saw last week in the practice match, we had Jake and Denal and Alex Turner all play in our practice match. And, you know, Jake and Denal definitely showed they were capable of playing higher than the threes, but they'll probably start there. Uh, earn their spot there and then hopefully um, perform so they get to go up in the twos. But the twos are pretty strong as well. But the threes are pretty strong. And so those two, I think Nosk will go all right. Um, he'll, he'll, either, he'll either make a quick 50 or not much. Um, it's the way he bats. He'll take some poles. Uh, I, I reckon young Nick Nick Smith, I believe his last name is, but Nick, uh, very handy bat, made some runs for him last year. And I reckon uh, Ash Mortimer came down to train tonight. And uh, he's moved back locally. He's been he's had a couple of nets, and uh, he's always pretty handy in that grade. I reckon he's gonna be he's gonna have a big year. I reckon Ash Ash Mortimer. Big year for the big machine. Yeah. So what is a big year for the threes? Are we setting them a target, or is it just about having fun with the mates? As we like to say, forty overs with the boys. You'd say you know have a good burial or something weirder like that. Are we looking for finals? Are we looking for trophies? Are we looking for silverware? Or is it just getting a solid group of boys down there in the threes and uh, enjoying the group? No, I will. I reckon Noski, Noski being from the footy club is, uh, and I've coached him. So our philosophy is uh, enjoy yourself, uh, do what you need to do, and win flags. So the minimum standard will be a winner flag in that threes team. And I reckon they'll go all right this year. They'll be pretty close. And then, uh, yeah, we'll chew well. Chew well all, all the time. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Speaking of odd, the oddest 11 last year was the second 11, that's what we'll preview now. It's presented by Scotia Engraving, and while the twos missed out on some freshly minted Scotia engraved trophies last year, they did play finals and it sets them up for expectations in 2020, and given the ends we've had so far on the senior squad of the ones and the twos, I personally think they should be pushing for the, the big trophy coming into the year. By keeping with the fresh theme of 2020, and as fresh with PH as uh, Tommy likes to say, there's another new skipper. So he did play last year. The myth, the man, the legend. Tell us something better about uh, Lockie Campbell and what we can expect from the twos this year. I know Lockie okay. I'm not, not, uh, don't know him that well. Obviously, I've played in the ones. and His nickname is the myth for a reason. He doesn't really come to the club much. It's just a, it's just a name that we hear about and then occasionally he rocks up, so he's more of a myth. Mm. Um, but what I do know is he's uh, pretty keen to captain, opening bat, made a fair few runs for the one, the two, sorry, last year's opening yep. bat. Leading scorer on the comp as well. Yep, so I think if he can continue that on and um, just take, you know, get his tactics right and, and, you know, he's got a pretty handy team to work with and I think if he just takes on the advice of some of the other experienced blokes on his side and works really well with the young blokes because there's a fair few young kids in that team and there could be more, uh, that they'll have a pretty good year. They, they should be really strong this year. They... they they should take another step from what they did last year. You know, you've got, I mean, you look at their opening, look at their bowling attack in the first round. There's a couple of ones bowlers in that attack that are probably pretty stiff to miss out. And we've got a new recruit down at the club called Scott Gordon, who is a very, very handy cricketer that 
wants to start off playing with his mate, which is great, and we're happy to facilitate that for him because he's a good kid, and um, that's what that's what we're about at the club as well. Trying, you know, want to make everyone happy and welcome and enjoy themselves playing cricket. Uh, so I, I did the same thing. I had three or four. Or he, you know, I think he had two or three years off. I had three or four years off and came to the club after a break to play with my mates, my two, my two best mates, and I haven't left. And now look what I'm doing. So uh, if we can get something near that out of him as well, then. Yeah, it's happy to facilitate what we need and hopefully he enjoys cricket, enjoys time at the club. It's a great club, so he's a very good player. He'll probably dominate the first few weeks there. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think yeah, he, the twos will go all right, and with the myth as a leader, we'll probably go from strength to strength. Yeah, and I think it's we've finally got the twos to a point now where it's exactly what a, what a strong club wants from their twos. There's blokes in there that will be hungry for a spot in the ones. There's blokes that have plenty of ones experience that are playing in the second half of, of their of their careers. And there's probably, you know, three to four captain-type figures that if things do get a bit tricky or things do kind of need some a bit of a, a sounding board or whatever, it allows them to, to speak out in the field. And I know skipping the twos last year, there was plenty of times you could just turn turn left, turn right. What about this? What about that? Where do we think we're going? And so it's a good a good place to learn your craft, both as a, as a leader but also as a, as a young cricketer. And as you said, there's plenty of young cricketers in that side that are probably out of grey, which is exactly what you want. Well, you, you look at the, I'm just going to look yeah. at their team for week one. You got Lockie, uh, leading run scorer in the comp last year. You got Al Reddy, who's played a lot of ones cricket and can you know hold an end up, definitely bat. Sam Spencer's played a lot of ones cricket and, and started the year off really, really well last year and the year before had a really good year. James Hamilton's played first seven cricket and you know, a young fellow where he's 21, 20, 21, you know, looking to take that next step. Uh, you know, he, he's a future opening bat for the ones. You got Pato, who again, Middle order batsman, um, starting to get some confidence back with his bowling, which is really important, I think. And you know, he played games in the ones last year, about in the top five or six. Uh, Hawkey, obviously, you know, he's club legend, and he's played games everywhere and made lots of runs. Jimmy Walker, another young bloke, um, who you know he's going to take over the keeping role this year. And again, probably two seasons ago, had a really good year. And I reckon he's again he's working his art, uh, he's working really hard. Sorry, and uh, you know he looks like he's batting pretty well in the nets. You got JB, who again a bit like Hugh, who we'll probably talk about in the in the ones chat. Like, hadn't played for a long time, came back to cricket a bit rusty in his first year, but trained a lot during the off season, training really well at the moment. He's in, you know he'll take he'll step up. You got the Ed Kerr when he played ones last year. Kudu's played lots of ones. Ed was opening bowling the ones, and you got Scott Gordon we've already talked about, and you've also got Brandon Campbell who can bowl a bit as well. So that team is really strong. Um, so they should be yeah. That, that, I mean. Again, they should be looking to win the flag and, and being just dom- like should be dominating. And I think the message from me to the couple of those blokes who didn't play in the ones this week was you don't have to go out and take seven or eight wickets this week. You just, just got to go out your job. and do your job, bowl well. And enough people will say, oh, they bowled really well but didn't get the wickets. And that's, all you, that's what you want to hear. I'd rather that than blokes trying to take seven or eight wickets a week. Mm. Very, very strong place for the twos to be. And it's very simple cliche. Strong twos equals strong one. And... That means that if we're finally in a position where you say we've got huge numbers of training, that flows on to the game day, but it also flows into selection where it goes. Well, actually, no. We've got 15 to choose from. We've got 20 to choose from each week for the ones and makes your job very tough, which we'll flow into right now. First 11 preview presented by J.G. Carpentry, lifelong member of the Brighton District Cricket Club. Jason Oldfield is a far better tradesman than he is a cricketer, which is saying a lot because he's more than handy on Saturdays. Hit him up <laughs> for all of your tradesman-type needs, but due to popular demand in his business life, he's stepping away from the captaincy this year and jumping in his fresh grave, he's your fine self. Yeah, I've somehow nabbed it. 
somehow napped it. Only because yes. there's probably no one else, and I'm just the last man standing. So, um, yeah, it'd be good fun. I've got a pretty good record as one skipper. So. Yeah. You do, and you don't mind a bit of your, your own work as well. Oh, well, you got to. You, know, you got to. You got to. When, when, when I cop it as much as I do, you got to give yourself a bit of confidence. 100%. So why was 2021 the year that you took over the reins? As you said, you've been here for at uh, Brighton District Cricket Club for a while now. You were brought across by, by Jace, Bones and, uh, and Mano. And uh, why, why is it now the time to, to step over and say, yeah, I'm the skipper, not just the chief? Well, the funny thing, the chief, what do you think? Um, <laughs> well, the funny thing is, if it wasn't for COVID, I'd probably be, uh, probably, most likely wouldn't be playing because I had uh, tickets booked to America for a fair part of the season. So, um, the COVID's obviously stopped that. I, I, to be honest, I had very little interest in playing up until a few months ago. When, when footy probably didn't get put up, that's probably when I... My interest in playing sparked up a bit. I've lost a lot of weight. I've got pretty fit and I just... Uh, yeah, I miss the whole, I suppose, com- camaraderie of a, of a sporting club. So I, I put my hand up to play and then JC then stepped down and, it, yeah, kind of, I put my hand up not knowing. I, I knew there were a few other boys who would want to do it, but um, I think personally and I think the club's view is that they're probably not ready yet, which is fine. And this year being the year it is, we probably not, couldn't recruit and we had no overseas players, So and, and most teams don't. So I think kind of fell my lap a bit um, but I'm happy to have it looking forward to it uh, organising training at the moment which is absolutely nightmare uh, but thanks to Gordy and, and Rick and Al for helping out with that um, and, and again that extends to probably Papa and Hilly and Mano and um, Steve Ralph and that as well who are, who are running the help running the earlier sessions and we're obviously in the later sessions so yeah it's been good so far I'm looking forward to playing on Saturday and Hopefully performing and everyone else performing as well when we get the W. Mm, 100%. And so what do you think you're going to bring as like, this year's obviously a very different year in terms of COVID, in terms of the stuff we're going to do, but what will be your philosophy? Do you have any mantras? What's what's the uh, leadership flair that is uh, very infamous around the club now? During your, uh, you've become a bit of a woke Baz figure in the last couple of years. What will you bring from that side of your, of your life to the cricket field this year? Probably more to last probably twelve months I've become a bit work. But um look, I think I look at life a bit differently, especially the last probably yeah, ten to twelve months, um, which is a good thing. And I'm very I mean, I've always been pretty open and honest with people and I've also been a very understanding person, probably more in, um understanding these days than I ever have been, but I, I just wanna have fun. I wanna win. I that's be or end or I want to win. I want everyone to play their role and understand that <clears throat> it's not all about you. It's a team game, you know, and that's, you know, I, you know, you know, I follow a bit of NFL, you follow NFL and, you know, I'm a big Sean McVay fan and one of the things he, he brought in when he first started at the, um, the, the Rams was we, not me. And I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. You look at every successful sporting club in the land or in the world at the moment and they all have that buy-in. So it's not about an individual, it's about the team and what you can do to help the team. So, you know, Richmond's a perfect example, and like I said, it flows right through to every pretty much sport at the moment, um, except for probably basketball. It's probably the only <laughs> one out. You know, uh, you got NFL. You know, you, every, everyone in their certain position has to do their exact thing correctly for the the te- for the play to come off. So, you know, you don't see the you know the offensive tackles and that sort of stuff get all the limelight like the wide receivers, and running backs, and quarterbacks do. But they still do their job, or else the others wouldn't be able to do it. And it's the same with cricket. I believe that, and I want to have a bit of fun as well. So there's a few uh, things that I'm implementing. 
uh, round one that will hopefully throw out flow throughout the season. We'll have a bit of a laugh and a bit of giggles and a bit more of a relaxed uh, environment, which hopefully will leads to better performance. Mm. Be zen. Be zen, Baz. I like that as a, as a philosophy. So like we done for the other grades, who should we look out for this year? A couple of batsmen, a couple of bowlers. Who do you think are the keys to success? Or the ones to look out for, like the rapid improvers as well? well we've pretty much got the same uh, 11 that we've had the last few years. I mean, Jordy McKenzie's playing his first game in the ones. Uh, came across last year. Uh, hadn't played for a while and look, looks more than handy with the bat. Uh, definitely... Probably, there's like a few blokes probably would have been suited to the two-day two version of the game, but looked pretty handy last Saturday facing Tommy and the like. So he gets his first game. Um, who am I looking for? Who do I think is having a big year? I reckon Jace is having a big year because I, I, I feel like he's got, he feels like he's got a point to prove, which is good. I like it when he's like that. And uh, he's a bit more relaxed. And even tonight in the fielding drills, he was getting up and about and, and fielding pretty well. So I think... I think without the skippering, and, and he's still going to help out and be that sort of person. I reckon he's having a pretty big year. Uh, Rick's been batting a lot and really looking good with the bat, and he, he want, he's pretty keen to have a good year as well, so hopefully he backs that up. And then, yeah, I think the other one's probably maybe Goldie because he's, he's probably the fittest he's ever been in a while. Bowled pretty well last week. Uh, and then hopefully, yeah, just everyone just chips in and does their thing. Evergreen Owl. Hugh, you know, Hugh's batting then about in the top four and did his job last year. He understands the game pretty well and he's pretty selfless as well when he bats. So that's that's why I picked him. That's why I'm sticking with him and backing him in. So, yeah, I was hopeful that everyone in our top, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 players that play this year get the job done. And, you know, Tommy been nagging us for a promotion up the order where he gets it as well. So he gets a chance to prove himself. So, yeah, it's going to be... I'm happy to give the bikes opportunities and hopefully they back they reward me by giving, by taking that risk by giving the opportunity. So hundred percent agree. And I think as you said, with COVID and there's no a limited amount of internationals unless they manage to stay or get visas or find themselves being an Australian citizen or something like that. It brings us back into the game, I think, because yeah, for one reason or another, we we've turned into this club that kind of decided to try and grow it within, which I think actually is definitely more uh, sustainable culture and sustainable system and Definitely. as you've also brought across that Brighton Grammar football club style of uh, coaching and culture which again is, has the very same philosophy not a VAFA club that tries to poach players or do shady deals or whatever so I think that will suit us really well this year and I think doing that hard work in the last couple of seasons to say no let's get some juniors up blood them early give them some ones games let's make sure our twos are strong let's make sure we have our threes let's make sure we have as many sides as possible is all showing that in the long run, that will work out. And we don't have to be a club that buys a championship. We can be a club that wins a title because we want it. Yep. The actual Brighton District 100%, Club. 100%. And that, we always bring in... Like, I, you know, Jason Mano brought me in. I brought you in. You've brought in players. You know, Jimmy Walker's brought in players. You know, everyone... And Hugh, like Hugh, you know, you brought Hugh down. Hugh's brought in players that have helped out. Oliver's... All, all, you know, all these sorts of players that we've had at the club. We all bring down mates that... A pretty handy cricket is, mm. and it just it just seems to work. And obviously, I mean, having Dill here for a few years was pretty handy, and you know, obviously with COVID and that sort of stuff, we couldn't get him back, and you know, we've always wanted him back, but we, we didn't have an overseas last year either. We just missed out on finals, a few things go our way, and you know, we had a few injuries as well. So this year, most of us are pretty fit. You know, we've got we've got what, half the ones team running uh, three or four Ks mm. at a decent pace before 
training around Denny Park every session. So yeah, if you d- cook cook burials before training, exactly. as, as you would say, yeah, so. exactly. It's always there's always plenty of times for burials and plenty of times for extras, mate. Always love a good extra. So speaking of extras, we'll end on what is the one thing that you're most looking forward to about this cricket season? If you had to distill it down to one thought, one sentence, one concept, what what are you most looking forward to on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, I'm looking... So we're going to have a, a pre, pre-game song. Uh, about five minutes before we go out, we have a tune on. It, someone's in a pick. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that because I reckon there'll be a few little interesting songs. And I'm looking forward to then the post-match winning song because uh, I reckon there'll be a few bangers there where we, after a beer or two, people might sing along to. So I'm just looking forward to the to seeing everyone every Saturday. Um, I'm loving the fact I'm not doing QA or anything this year. It's good to have a proper QA on this year. Mark's been great. You know, the wickets look fantastic. Obviously, the outfields, thanks Bayside Cancel, have been horrible again. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing cricket, not having to worry about anything, just rocking up, captaining, having a beer with my mates and enjoying and hopefully getting a few Ws on the board. Sounds like a good way to start the 2021 season. This has been the first episode of Dragon Tales. It was brought to you by Hello World Travel Bentley, as we said. No travelling during the season, obviously. That would be uh, dogging the boys. And Saturdays are indeed for the boys. 40 episodes of the boys what we live for. Chew well, do the extras, couple of crook burials, and we'll uh, see you all on You're starting to get a hang of it, mate. Thanks. Dragon Land